There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. How many of you are enjoying the early presence service? Early presence. Early presence means that before any other presence, this service received the presence of God first. I got what I'm saying. Today there are going to be so many services at the cathedral, but this one receives the first presence, the early deal. Clap your hands for the Lord. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stand to your feet, lift up your hands, pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, Lord, we give you praise and glory. We worship and praise you. We adore you. There is none like unto you, Lord. Thank you for the early present service that you have made possible. Thank you Holy Spirit for your presence. Guide us into all truth. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Now I am continuing to talk about eight things that every Christian should know Hallelujah. About the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God who has been sent on earth to help us believers in our lives. How many of you need help in this life? Can I see your hand? Yes. So the Holy Spirit is that helper that has been sent. Jesus, after he has ministered for three years and was about to leave, he said to his disciples, John chapter 14, 16 to 18, he said, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. In verse 17, he reveals to the disciples who this comforter is. Even the spirit of truth. So the comforter that Jesus was talking about is the spirit of God. Amen. Eh? And he said, whom the world cannot receive because it seared him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So the Holy Spirit okay, is in a believer and is also with believers. Hallelujah. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The word comfort, comfortless, alright, is, is, it means, one of the meanings is, is the word uh, often. So what Jesus was saying was that I will not leave you like an orphan. Which means that, which means that, which means that, I listen to me, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are an orphan. Amen. An orphan is somebody who doesn't have a father and a mother. I'm sure there are orphans in this congregation. Are you getting that? And as Christians in our lives, okay, uh, an orphan, because he has lost the mother and the father, often does not have help. Nobody to pay school fees. 
Nobody to find a job for them. Nobody to help them to take decisions in life. I get what I'm saying. They are on their own. They are on their own. So Jesus said, when I go, when I leave, you don't have any helper on earth. You don't have anybody to heal you. You don't have anybody to comfort you. You don't have anybody to strengthen you. Alright? You don't have anybody to advise you. Okay? So because of that, when I go, I will ask the Father, I got what I'm saying, so that he sends the Holy Spirit who will come and replace me as your next helper. So that is why the Holy Spirit is on earth. To help us in our lives. To help us to overcome the weaknesses in our lives. It's not a, it's not a simple thing to live as a Christian. I get what I'm saying. The feelings for temptations. The passions of the flesh. The evil thoughts. And you want to stay, you want to stay strong. Okay? You want to stay strong. And you want to serve the Lord. It can only be possible through the help of the Holy Spirit. It's a good place for you to clap your hands for the Lord. But the unfortunate thing is that even though this helper is on air, most Christians have forgotten about him. Yes. As a matter of fact, most Christians do not know him and have forgotten about him. And that is why he cannot help them. Amen? I mean, if you meet a total stranger and a person asks you for help, I mean, at best, you help, but you realize that most of the time, you know, you don't help with all your strength. I get what I'm saying. You help people that you know better. And you are walking on the street, somebody just comes to you and says, look, uh, brother Jones, I come from Kaswa. You know, I need uh, 3000 to go and pay my rent. My, my rent is due. A total stranger. You don't know the person from Adam. When you look at the person, you may even think that he's a thief or he's a, a froster, somebody who is not serious in life, a 419. So it's okay. Take 100 Ghana cities. But somebody that you really know, I got what I'm saying. You, you open your heart to really, really know the person very well. In the same way, if we don't know the Holy Spirit, then he says, we are strangers to him. I get what I'm saying. And so many of us, even though the Holy Spirit is available to help us, we don't receive his self. Because we ourselves, we don't know. So it's very important for us to know the Holy Spirit. And that is where we are learning about some things that we need to know about this Holy Spirit. Number one, we must understand that only believers can have or receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in the scripture, he said, even the spirit of truth, John 14, 17, whom the world cannot receive. The world there refers to unbelievers. Unbelievers cannot receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is only believers who can receive the Holy Spirit, who can have the Holy Spirit. Then another thing that we must know is that uh, it, it is only those who have the Holy Spirit who are the children of God. The presence of the Holy Spirit in you, alright, is a sign of your sonship to God. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 9, the Bible says, okay, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, 
He is none of his. Are you seeing that? Yeah. So if you don't have the spirit of Christ, okay, you are none of his. And you, you receive the spirit of Christ when you give your life to God and become a child of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Alright. Now the third thing that we have learned, which I want to talk about one more time, is that it is only those who are led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Hallelujah. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now watch this. Watch this. So, one, one way you can understand the scripture, alright, is always to look at the opposite of what the scripture is saying. So this scripture is saying, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, what, what it also means is that as many that are not led by the spirit of God, they are not the sons of God. Is it clear? As many that are not led by the spirit of God, they are not. Okay? So if you are not led by the spirit of God, you are not a son of God. You are not a daughter of God. Amen. And I was explaining to you last week that God is our father. And the relationship between children and their parents is that their parents guide them in life, lead them in life, instruct them in life. Because you see, a child doesn't know much. A child doesn't understand much. A child's understanding of issues, eh? Do you understand it? It's often very limited. So that is why we are parents. Now, when it comes to God, the Bible says that we, in relationship to God, we are His children. We are the children of God. And God wants to guide us. God wants to instruct us. God wants to lead us. God wants to show you where to go, where not to go, whom to marry, what, what profession to choose, whether you should go into ministry, whether you should travel or not travel. God wants to show you all these things. And the Bible is saying, those people, believers, who allow God to lead them, to guide them, to instruct them, they are the real sons and daughters of God. Are you here or you've gone home? I can't hear you. Are you here or you've gone home? Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Now, this is very important. It's very important. If you are a child of God and God is not leading you, then in effect, you are not a true child. You are not. You see, look at Psalm 100. Psalm 100 and verse 3. Psalm 100 and verse 3. The Bible says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us. How many of you know that God made you? Let me see your hand. Alright? It is he that hath made us. And not we ourselves. 
We are his people. Look at that. We are his people and the what? Shout it out. And the what? Let the whole church shout it out. And the what? Sheep of his pasture. Sheep of his pasture. Now listen. The Bible calls believers sheep. The Bible refers to believers as sheep. Now, anybody who knows anything about um, sheep will realize that there is one important characteristic of sheep. And that is they can be led. They can be led. Sheep follow their shepherd. They don't take the lead. Hello? Sheep follow their shepherd. They don't take the lead. They follow their shepherd humbly. Humbly. If you see a real shepherd moving, you will never find the sheep ahead of the shepherd. The sheep always follow humbly. Which means that if God is not leading you, then you are not a sheep son. You are likely to be a goat, a goat, a goat son. Because apart from sheep, there are also goats. The difference between goats and sheep is that goats generally are stubborn and they are independent. You cannot easily lead a goat. How many of you know that? You cannot easily lead a goat. So don't be a goat child. Don't be a goat son. Don't be a goat daughter. Be a sheep child. Be a, a sheep daughter. Be a sheep son to God. God is looking for sheep sons. God is looking for sheep daughters. God is looking for sheep children. Hallelujah. Do you understand it? And listen, the point God is bringing to you, for you to understand is that it is those people that he leads. Those are his sons. And how does he lead? He leads by the Holy Spirit that he has sent. So the Holy Spirit has been sent to a Christian. Everybody here, the Holy Spirit has been sent to you. And Jesus said the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit is with you. And one of the main things that he's doing is that he's guiding you. Look at John chapter 16 and verse 13. John chapter 16 and verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you. The reason why the Holy Spirit is here is so that he will guide us. Amen. Watch. The reason why the Holy Spirit is here, Jesus said, is to guide. Is to guide. Is to guide. The Holy Spirit said, guide. Come. The Holy Spirit is, Jesus said, he will be with you. So you are going. Let's go. Yeah. You are going. Yeah. When you reach here, he said, hey, there's a snake here, but you don't know. You understand it? So, before you get here, something happens, then you pass here. It's guiding you. It's guiding you. It's guiding you. It's guiding you. Son up, brother. Son up. Make your hand like this. You see, as you are coming, you don't know that in the realm of the spirit, there's a demon that wants to hit you. Do you see? So when you are when you are guiding, when you get it, he will say, No, no, don't go this way again. Come this way. Guide. Guide. Huh? Yeah. You want to choose a sister to marry? Please stand up. 
Look at it. You want to choose? You see? She's looking very, she's looking very beautiful. Is she looking beautiful? But in the realm of the spirit, she's so so as you are going to choose, something happens to you, and you say, No, 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 no. He will guide you. I said he will guide you. In the coming week, may he guide you. When you are going to work, may he guide you. When you go to school, may he guide you. Your, in your travel, may he guide you. In your interview, may he guide you. In your business decisions, may he guide you. Oh, clap your hands for the Lord. Sit down. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Now. Now. Watch me. How many of you know that goats often get knocked down by cars? More than sheep. How many of you know that? Yes. Even though they are fast, they can dodge better, but because they are always going on their own, they are more likely to come into contact with evil. So listen. So listen. It is important for you to allow God to guide you by his spirit. And, and, and in his guidance, he guides us to know two things. Okay? Look at, look at um, the scripture. He says, he says, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Hallelujah. So one of the ways the Holy Spirit is going to guide you and is guiding you is through his voice. The Holy Spirit is a person and he has a voice and he speaks. And as we go on, I'm going to teach you how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. But you see, but you see, God guides us through the voice of his spirit. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit, what is it that he's going to tell you? He says, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. Which means that the Holy Spirit will hear some things. From whom? From God the Father. From God the Father. When Jesus, in John chapter 5, I believe, went to the pool of Bethesda, there were a lot of people there. It was a big hospital with blind people, with deaf people, with lame people, with barren people, all kinds of people, tuberculosis, cancer, all kinds of diseases. But listen, the Bible said that Jesus healed only one person because, you see, he had the Holy Spirit. And when he got there, the voice of the Spirit said, this one. Not this one. Not this one. Not all these ones, but this one. Yeah. As you walk with the Lord, expect to hear the voice of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Expect to hear the voice of the Spirit. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Alright. And so, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went into the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth, and watch this, and heard a voice, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the prince. So the voice of the Holy Spirit is the voice of Jesus. (laughs) 
is the voice of Jesus. Jesus speaks to us through the voice of the Holy Spirit. So as you walk with the Lord, you must, you must get ready to hear the voice of God speaking to you. Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 12. Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 12. Alright? Then, watch this. The Spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of a great Russian saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. Then the Spirit took me, go back. Then the Spirit took me, alright, and I heard behind me a voice. So the Holy Spirit has a voice. Yes. Yes. You will hear. Look, when you hear, expect to hear a voice. But you see, what it is is that, that is why it is important for you to know the Holy Spirit. Because there are many voices. There are many voices. And, And I'm going to teach you how to discern the voice of the Spirit. But generally speaking, the voice of the Holy Spirit would when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, it will be in accordance with the word of God. It will not be against the word of God. If you hear a voice, you are a married man, okay, and you hear a voice, marry this man's wife. You see, you are a married man, and you are hearing a voice, marry this man's wife. Now, the, the word of God says, thou shalt not convert thy neighbor's wife. That's the word of God. So if you hear a voice telling you to do what the word of God says you should not do, immediately you must know that this is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. If you enter your office, you, you, you work of your boss, he's not there. You, you, he has sent you to his office. You pull his drawer and then you see a lot of money there. And you are very poor. That week you don't have money. And then you hear a voice or you, you have this missing that, oh, take some because it's a lot. You can't, you know, take some. Okay, now, don't say that uh, God has given me an opportunity to be blessed. Because, because, because the word of God says, alright, if you were a thief, now that you are saved, this is from being a thief. And the word of God says there's a curse eh, in the house of a thief. So, 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 the voice that you are hearing and what that voice wants you to do is against the word of God. How many of you understand that? I get what I'm saying. But if you hear, if you, if you are sleeping and you hear the voice that you have not been praying, it's important for you to pray. Okay? It goes in line with the word of God. You hear a voice that you have not been reading your Bible. It's important for you to be reading your Bible all the time. It goes in line with the word of God. You hear a voice say, walk in the truth. Stop walking in darkness. It goes in line with the word of God. Hallelujah. How many of you understand that? Then number two, the other way, alright, the other way, go back to John 16, 13. God leads us by his spirit and guides us. He says, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit is in your life to guide you by telling you about the future. Telling you what will happen tomorrow and the day after. Hallelujah. I got what I'm saying. Yes. What will happen? When I finished medical school and I was in, I was in London, okay, the Lord said to me, the work that I brought you to do whilst we're in medical school in Russia is over. When you go to Ghana, there is another work. The, the Lord spoke to me by His Spirit. He was telling me about the future. All right. And so when I came, I did not try to join any church. I didn't even know any church. Do you see? And then I had a dream. And in the dream, okay, in the dream, when I came, I decided not to join any church. Alright. And then one day I was uh, uh, at the emergency ward on duty. On Sunday, the whole place was quiet. Alright. Sometimes 
when you go for emergency duty, nobody is coming for many hours. So I asked, is there any church here? And I was, I was told, there's a church called Lighthouse at the canteen. Okay? So I went there. The another time I had another opportunity, then I went there again. Then after that, I had a dream. And in the dream, I met a doctor who was a Christian. And I asked him, do you know about this church? And he said, it's a very, very good church. So stay there and join it. Be part of it. That is how I found myself in Lighthouse. And today, okay, I'm here pastoring, working in the church. So, what the Holy Spirit said to me, when you go, there's another way. This is what is happening. But he told me long ago. So listen, expect visions. Expect dreams. Expect prophecies. Through which God will tell you about the future. He will tell you about your future marriage. Your future husband. The type of job that you must do. Whether you should go into ministry. Where you should travel to. What will happen to you. To you. That is why the Holy Spirit is with you. To tell you about the future. May he open your eyes to the future. I said may he open your eyes to the future. May he guide you into the future. May he give you dreams. And and visions. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a wonderful cup offering. Yes. That is why God is saying, those who allow me to guide them, they are my real sons and my real daughters. Oh yeah. You can, you can ask parents. They don't like it when their children don't listen to them. And there are some of you here, you don't listen to your parents. Yeah. And for some of you, for not listening to your parents, it has really cost you. That cost you. That is why today you don't have education. That's why today you are walking on the streets. But thank God that you are a new person. Hallelujah. Amen. And for if any man be in Christ, for if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are a new person. Lift up your right hand and say, I'm a new person. I'm a new person. I'm a new person. All things have passed away. Behold, look at me. Behold, look at me. Say, look at me. Look at me, my brother. Look at me, my sister. I am a new person. I'm a new person. I'm a new person. Clap your hands for the Lord. And give the Lord a shout. The Lord a shout. Amen. Amen. Now, it is important, listen, it is important for you to allow God to guide you by His Spirit. Why? Look at Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Remember that. I, I showed you the scripture in Psalm 100 and verse 3 where the Bible says that we are the sheep of his pasture. Hallelujah. Now, sheep are led by a shepherd. So, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Watch this. Watch this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Look at me. Look at me. How many of you are looking at me? This is important. This is important. The Bible is saying that if God is your shepherd, you will not want, which means that you will not lack anything. Now, watch. The only reason why you will not lack anything is if God is your shepherd. If your father is your shepherd, you are likely to lack some things. If your mother is your shepherd, you are likely to lack some things. If your pastor eh, 
It's your shepherd. You are likely to lack some things. The only person that if he's your shepherd, you don't lack anything, is God. That is why David said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. But watch. But watch. Give me the offering baskets. Put the offering baskets here. Quickly. Put the offering baskets here. Yes. Wow. Eh? Now, this is marriage, wedding, babies. This is job, business, travel, visa. That's not it. Money. This is ministry, anointing, church, pastor, evangelist, everything. I get what I'm saying. This is your house, your mansion, your house, your children, your cars, promotion, everything. If God is your shepherd, you will not lack any of these things. But, how? Verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. Watch this. Watch this. All these things are here. But they will come to you if, number one, God can tell you. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. If he can tell you, lie down. And you lie down. Lie down here. Lie down here. And lie down. Can God ask you to lie down? In other words, can God tell you to do some things? Can God tell you to give offerings when you come to church? Can God tell you to pay your tithes faithfully? Because the tithe belongs to him. Can God tell you to walk in holiness and you do it? Can God tell you to read the Bible every day and you do it? Can God tell you to pray every day and you do it? Can God tell you to become a shepherd in this church and work and serve him and be part of the dancing stars and be part of the singing stars and be part of the choristers and be part of the schools? Can God, you see, when, when Pastor Nee tells you, join the choir, it is God who is saying, lie down here. Lie down here. Look at him lying down. Lie down here. Lie down here. Can God ask you? Anytime Pastor Richard comes and says, listen, after church, be part of the Fruitful Believers School, it is God saying, lie down. Lie down. Lie down. When you come to Pastor Albert, and Pastor Albert, Pastor Albert, I've seen this uh, lady. Pastor Albert, does she go to church? Eh, eh, she used to go to church 10 years ago. Now she doesn't go. Eh, has she had boyfriends before? Yeah. You know, she was saying about 120 boyfriends in the, in the past. And she's very beautiful. Has she had abortions before? She said only 35. And, and Pastor Albert said, and Pastor Albert said, she's beautiful, but I don't think that she's a good why for you and, you are, and when she says it when he says it it is God telling you lie down lie down lie down I am showing you how you will not want then come then watch apart from asking you to lie down he said he leaded me beside the still waters the still waters is a life of peace it's a life of prosperity. It's a life of blessing. It's a life of tranquility. And it is God. You see, there are marriages, money, opportunities, ministry, anointing. It is God who can guide you. Guide you. Guide you. You see, you want to, you want to go this way. Okay, God said, no, no, no. I know, I know. Even when you see this one, you want to go, God said, no, 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 no. He leads me. He leads me. He leads me. He leads me. Then when he, God said, see this. Take it. It's good for you. Money. Blessings. Riches. Wow. And you see, you are happy. 
you are, you are going crazy. You are, you are going to spoil the man. You are going. God said, no, there's more. Come here. He guides you. This is a good wife. A good wife. Have her. Have her. Have her. You want to, you want to travel to London. You want to go to Germany to go and struggle. God said, I've called you. I've called you. This is anointing. This is church. This is ministry. Take it. Wow. May he guide you. He, may he lead you beside the still waters. May he lead you beside the still waters. May he lead you beside the still waters. May he lead you to prosperity. May he lead you to your calling. May he lead you to your blessing. Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus, somebody? You see, every good father wants his children to enjoy good things. Yeah. Psalm 19 and verse 14. Proverbs Proverb 19. Proverbs 19. Look at it. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers. And a prudent wife is from the Lord. A prudent wife, a good wife, a good husband. Houses, riches, they are from God. That's why he wants to guide you. He wants to guide you. He wants to guide you. And that is why God is saying, it is those who allow him to guide them. They, they are the true sons and daughters. And he does it to the Holy Spirit. May you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. I said, may you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Always pray. Holy Spirit. Okay, this job that I've seen, is it good for me? There are people who had good jobs in this country. And then somebody came for them. There's a very great job for you abroad. And they went and they destroyed their lives. They sold them into slavery. They sold them into prostitution. Many, many years ago, my own junior brother, our last born, he was having a good um, business, working. The business was working. You know, he was rich. He had built a house. The one day I was there when he came. Alabama, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I was there one day when he came. He said, he said, he said brother, I want to travel abroad. So what are you going to do? So he wants to go abroad. He wants to go and find some job. I said, listen, there is no job that will give you the money. No, he, was, he was doing very, very well. And I discouraged him. Because I knew that he was going to destroy his life. Amen. God doesn't want you to be destroyed. That is why God is saying, allow me. Allow me. So everybody here pray. Say, Lord, guide me. Never use your mind. Because you are understanding. It's simple. It's simple. Eh? Your understanding is simple. The Bible says that cancel Eh? in the heart of a man is like deep waters. And a man of understanding shall draw it out. Draw it out. You must draw out the counsel, the advice that God wants to give to you. Hallelujah. You see, God doesn't want you to be destroyed. Satan would like to kill you. He'd like to destroy you. But God doesn't want you to be destroyed. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. May you be a real son of God. A true daughter of God. Who is instructed. Who follows God. Amen. Look, if God advises you against something, forget it. Forget it. No matter how painful it is, Forget it. Yeah. I can think about the lady that I always wanted to marry. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. She's the one. And she was a more matured Christian. More mature Christian. You know. And she led me to Christ. She led me to Christ. And I said, she's the one. But she always said, no. 
No. And it went on for years until the Lord showed me. One day I was bathing. And the Lord said, and the Lord said, She's not your wife. She's not your wife. It's your own imagination. It's your own idea. It's your last. It's just your last. You are following your last. She's not. Yeah. Today she's married. She has five children. And many years later, when I got married, I realized that the two of us could never have gotten married. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Hallelujah. What is it that God is asking you to stop? Why is it that God is telling you, don't go? What is it that God is telling you, do? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord guide you into all truth. May he lead you away from darkness and from confusion. May you see your way clear in the name of the Lord Jesus. Stand to your feet and lift up your voice and pray and thank God. Thank God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and thank God for the Holy Spirit right now. Thank God and tell the Lord, please, I want you to guide me. I want you to lead me. Lift up your hands, everybody. Speak to the Lord. For, for the rest of this month and the months ahead. Oh God, oh God, oh God, lead me. Guide 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 me. I thank you. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Close your eyes. Today, somebody brought you to church. Or you came on your own. Somebody invited you. But this Holy Spirit that I'm talking about, you don't even have him because you don't know God. You have not given your life to God. You are walking on your own. I want you to know that Jesus loves you so much. He shed his blood to save your soul so that you will not go to hell. This morning, as every eye is closed, wherever you are standing, if you want me to pray for you, to give your life to Jesus, you are saying, Pastor, please, I want to become a child of God. I want to become a child of God. I want to become a child of God. Pray for me. Right now, I want to receive Jesus. Not tomorrow. I want to start my life all over again. I've messed up my life. I need God. I need the power of God. I need, I need the guidance of God. I want to be born again. Pray for me. If you want me to pray for you, wherever you are standing, from the front to the back, at the sides, wherever, lift up all your right hand like this and I'll pray for you. Lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hand. Lift it up very, very high. Very high. Very high. Your right hand only. Pastor, pastor, pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. Jesus loves you. Lift up your hand right now. Father, thank you for my brothers and my sisters who have lifted up their hands. What a blessing. Now, all those of you who have lifted up your hands, I can see you. I want you to do one more thing. Move from your seat. Take your Bible or your bag and come to me to the front here. Come. 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 Come, come, help them to come. Come, help them to come. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Yes. Let him have. Come on to Jesus. Sing it, everybody. Sing it, everybody. Sing it, everybody. Come on to. Oh, clap your hands for them. Keep on coming. 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 Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, encourage them. Encourage them. Encourage them. Encourage them. Yes. 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 Listen. Listen. There are some people. You are supposed to be here. Alright? God is speaking to you right now. Don't resist. Move right now in the name of Jesus. I bind the evil spirit that is discouraging you right now. 
Move and come. God wants to save you. Come right now. Come right now. Come right now. Come right now. You are going to come. That you, you held back. Come. Jesus loves you. He wants to change your life. Come. 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 Come to Jesus and give your life to him. Come to Jesus and give your life to him. Come. Satan wants to destroy you, but Jesus loves you. Satan wants to destroy you, but, but Jesus loves you. Thank you, Lord. Now, those of you here, lift up your hands. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. Please come into my heart and save my soul. Forgive me for my sins. Wash me in your blood. From today, I confess that you are my Lord and you are my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service time. English services early rain service 6.30am to 8.30am His presence service 8.30am to 10.30am and love and faith service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gare, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.